the only begotten of the Father, he says, full of grace and truth. We behold his glory. His glory is he was full of grace and truth. Aren't you glad that Jesus Christ is full of grace? Because that's the only kind of Savior that's going to work for me. Because I got enough problems. I need a Savior that is full of grace. Right? He's full of grace and truth. Because he's full of truth, I go back and need his grace. The truth is, I need the, the grace. He's full of grace and truth. Because if he was just full of, full of grace, we would be rascals. If he was just full of truth, we'd be under the law. But he's full He's brimming over with grace and with truth. You know, you and I, many here that be here this morning are listening, we struggle with that because we've never known someone giving that to us without strings attached. God's, God's riches at Christ's expense, grace. We, we've never known love like that. You know, again, Camel Morgan, uh, one of my favorite authors in Micah 7.18 says, Who is like unto thee? Who is like our God? Rich in mercy and so forth, not holding his anger, not maintaining that, but showing richness and goodness to us. And he tells us there, Camel Morgan says, Mike is telling us, that you and I see something every day that God can't see. You and I see something every day that God can't see. Because he says, who is like unto thee? Every day we see our equals. Gnarly human beings, driving and texting at the same time, drinking their coffee, blowing their horn, angry, gossiping, he, 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 we see something every day he can't see. And we've been loved and extended grace to us in the context of human grace and human love. And human love is like, hey, you like the Eagles? I like the Eagles. You must be smart. <laughs> you like the Sixers? I like the Sixers. You are really something. You like backstrap? I like backstrap. You like rack of lamb? If you love me, feed me sheep. We're on the same page there, you know? <laughs> There's something in somebody else that elicits our love because of a commonality, and we think they must be brilliant. They're just like me. But the ancient rabbis said that God, Jehovah, loves us because he loves us. There's no reason. There isn't anything in us that elicits that. So when God steps into human flesh, human skin, and demonstrates who he is, it says in that demonstration he is full of grace and full of truth. And we can only receive that in faith. We have to step out of the boat onto the water because I'm full of some other stuff. I wish I was just full of grace, but I'm not. Mess with me, you'll find out. Right? I wish I was just full of truth, but I'm full of grace and I'm full of truth and I'm full of baloney too. And so are most of you. Do not laugh at me. You know, the, we're, we're an admixture of, you know, things that are divine because we're born again. But because we're fallen, this corruption needs to put on incorruption. This, more, you know, mortal needs to put on immortality. 
And this is telling us there's one distinct from all of us. He's not like any of us. He's full of grace. He's full of grace. He's full of it. It's, it's overflowing. There's not anything mixed in that is pure. It's overflowing. He's full of grace and he's full of truth, which means he's justified in bestowing that grace upon us because he's also filled with truth. There's no doubt. There's no mistake. He's not wondering. He's demonstrating to us. He's full of grace and truth, it says. And I'm thankful for that. And I'm still growing in that. Growing grace, Peter was saying, in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. 